Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. Welcome, everybody, to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. I'm Pete Wright, and that there is Nikki Kinzer. Hello, Pete Wright. And we're back from vacations. Well, we were back last week, remember, but we weren't really back. But we weren't really back for real. Not for real. Now we're now we're really, really back. Well, we haven't really talked to anybody <laughs> since we were back, because we didn't do anything, really, right? No. No. So. We had the... Well, yeah, right. It was mm-hmm. It was fake. Everything we've well, been doing it kind of was. I was kind of like, hey, we're back from vacation, but we really hadn't gone on vacation. No, that's right. And now we're really, really, really back. <laughs> and we're, we're This really, is really real-time action. Real-time. We're back on schedule. We are. And uh, you should learn more about us. Before we talk all about our vacations, you should learn more about us at TakeControlADHD.com. You can learn about the podcast. You can subscribe for free on iTunes. You can read all of the great uh, content that Nikki has been posting over on the blog and uh, catch up with everything that we are doing. You can join the conversation at Facebook or Twitter at TakeControlADHD. And uh, we would love to hear from you. Uh, and really, really don't forget, because this is maybe the most exciting part uh, of my day every time we do a show, is to call us at 503-664-4ADD and leave us a voicemail. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, give us, leave us your comments. Leave us your questions. We would love to get your voice on the show. And I just want to say we have gotten, uh, or I've gotten a few emails um, from people with suggestions that um, I certainly want us to talk about and go over, but because we've been on vacation, we haven't been organized, Pete and I, (laughs) enough to really figure out how to, um, you know, get those comments on the air. But they will come. I yeah, promise. Yes, it's, it, and I would say we're not we're not disorganized as much as we're behind. Behind, yeah, we're catching up. We're catching up. Yes, that's right. So we we are catching up, and we will we will get more caught up, and then we will talk even more about this stuff. Yes, so. for sure. Uh, okay, so uh, vacations. vacations. You have you have uh, many updates about your life. About my life. Well, not really, not (laughs) many, but I would say that that the biggest change for me in this vacation is I went on a detox. I went on a 10 day detox. Now, what was this like a, a, like a fast, a juice fast or what did you do? Well, I'll tell you, and we'll have to put this in the show notes because, and I'm getting no credit by talking about this, believe me. Um, I wish I was, but (laughs) I'm not. Uh, It is the 10 day detox diet from Mark Hyman. And uh, he was featured or he's been featured on Dr. Oz. And he was also one of the experts um, in the documentary fed up. And he talks about the sugar 
addiction that we have in this country. And uh, so anyway, I was interested in his stuff and I happened to be at the library with my son and I saw the cookbook and I picked it up and I, when I first read through it, I was like, oh, there's no way I'm going to do this. (laughs) (laughs) None of this looks good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to do this. And, uh, but then, you know, I went on one because my vacations were kind of split up and, uh, I went on one vacation. I came back and I just felt awful, Pete, right? I felt awful. Because, because you, had, you were not kind to yourself dietarily. Oh, I ate so poorly. Yeah. Um, I drank alcohol. I ate crap, if I can say that. Uh, <laughs> um, I ate fish, but I ate like breaded fried fish. I mean, you know, it wasn't anything good I ate for fish you. after they just destroyed all the meaningful nutrition <laughs> from it. Yeah, exactly. So I came back from this vacation and I just felt really bad and gained some weight. And I'm just like, okay, I've got it. I got to do something about this. And there was a 10 day gap between this last or between vacations until I was going to go on my next one. And, um, so I decided to do this 10 day detox. And as I was going through the cookbook, realized very quickly that that was the cookbook and I needed to go back and actually buy his book that explained the diet. So I did. And, uh, I, I am so proud of myself because I didn't think I could do this. I've never done anything like this before in my life. Um, but I was very committed to it. I, I spent a lot of time researching what I was going to be eating, how, how the diet worked. And, um, anyway, I can't say enough. I, I really think his program is great. It's not, it's not just juicing. It's, you know, it's real food, it's clean eating, um, and at the end of the 10 days, I can tell you, I I did lose weight. I lost weight around my waist. Um, but the more important thing that this did for me, which uh, it, it, it is, is so much more important than anything else, is my energy level. Oh, yeah. It completely did, you know, a 360 on my energy. I mean, I just feel better. I feel lighter and I have so much more energy. I'm getting stuff done. I'm not even thinking twice about it. I'm not tired. I don't feel like I have to take a nap. Um, and so I really felt, you know, great about it at the end of the 10 days. Well, on the 11th day I was going camping. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like daunting. It is because I was like, I can't screw this up. I don't want to gain the weight back that I just lost. I don't want to stop this, you know, um, habit that I was starting to, to really, appreciate and, and get into right with this clean eating and everything. And so I planned what I was going to eat on camping on my camping trip. And, um, you know, I got to tell you, I've never brought salad or broccoli to a camping trip ever in my life, but I did this time. (laughs) So (laughs) So good for you. I had, uh, my refrigerator stocked with fruits and vegetables and salads and things like that. So I had my protein and, and could eat, you know, the chicken or whatever. And, um, when my son and, and husband had hamburgers, I had chicken and, you know, but instead of having all the other stuff, I had my salad with it and, and stuck pretty true. And I have to say, you know, I came back and I didn't gain a pound, didn't lose anything, but I didn't gain a pound. And, and I was really proud of myself, but yeah, the energy level has been, um, the, the best benefit by far. And, uh, and so I detoxed that, right? <laughs> that Those chemicals yeah. are out of me. Um, so I'm hoping this will be the shift that I'm looking for, that I've been needing, you know, to kind of eat cleaner and be healthier. And um, so I highly recommend the book. So if we can put those, put that book in the show notes, I, I definitely recommend checking it out. I think it was, it was great for me. Oh, that's really great. 
That's yeah. really great. I am and I'm so happy for you. I have to tell you. Yeah. So I come back from camping and I had a weekend before um, I start work again. And I thought I need to detox my house. And so oh, I went on an organizing spree. And yesterday, which was Sunday, um, I spent almost my whole entire day going through my closet with my husband, my, the master closet. And we, between the two of us had eight garbage bags of clothes that we're donating. And this is kind of embarrassing, but I had three garbage sacks. I don't know where garbage gets into your closet, but (laughs) somehow it did. Um, So, you know, I was very excited about that. And I was so, so proud of my husband because he is one that um, it is very hard for him to let go of stuff. And he has attachments to his clothes. And so, um, but he did so good. I mean, he got rid of so much. I mean, the majority of those garbage bags were him, his, because he uh, tends to, to save his stuff and but he didn't he he was like nope 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 go ahead let it go let it go so wow. it was great it was great so i detoxed my closet and uh it's so pretty oh, i love detoxing. going in there that's so good yeah yeah so that was that was my vacation so i'm i'm very very pleased with it uh, how about you well, you went on a trip far far away I did. I did. We did our annual trip to New York, to Chautauqua, and uh, we had two uh, glorious weeks of learning and eating too much and drinking too much and and the usual stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's done in a very civilized manner. Um, And so I'm, you know, I was in, I actually had a a sort of a similar kind of reawakening. It's always good each year to kind of wake up and realize, you know, why is my wedding ring so stinking tight? (laughs) Right? I know. (laughs) How did that happen? And so that's usually my indicator that I've, I've fallen fallen off the wagon and, and, you know, as excited as I have been about exercise and, uh, you know, really tracking my, uh, my diet, which is always the thing that saves me is if I start tracking every day, what am I putting into my mouth? I lose weight. I just do mm-hmm. and, um, and, and eat the right stuff and I make better choices. And I had stopped doing that for a little while and realized that my weight was creeping, creeping up again. And I had stopped, you know, hitting the trail and, and uh, doing my activity. And so here's my uh, update. I went out and I got an Apple Watch. You did not. I am a- so... Actually, that doesn't surprise me. Well, of course what... you did. I know. What should <laughs> surprise you is that it took so long. Um, exactly. I I should have... One would think, knowing me, that I should have been one of the first Very uh, first orders. getting it in yeah. the mail. That's right. You know, I had questions about it. I thought, you know, I've got my phone in my pocket all the time. Like, why do I need this, this watch? And so I thought long and hard about it. I went in for two or three uh, different... Uh, times to actually try one on and and play with it a little bit. And finally, um, you know, last week I, I pulled the trigger on it and I tell you, I love it. You know, for a guy like me, it, it, it's really wonderful. And the number one reason I love it so much is the fitness stuff. It's, it is great having such easy access to such data on my wrist. And it has been, um, for me, it has been very accurate. I've been trying hard to, to track steps on, on other pedometers to see, you know, is it really working? Is it worked the way? And it's been just lockstep with some of the best pedometers that, that, you know, I've found on the market. Uh, it's tracking my heart rate, which, you know, I have some concerns in the family around heart stuff. And so having that data is 
really important to me. Um, and it gives me these reminders. This is the thing mm. that I love so much. And I, and whether you talk about an Apple watch or anything else, right. Any yeah. other wearable device, this is really where we're going sort of techno culturally. And for me, when I sit for an hour, it, it taps my wrist and it's really just like a gentle fairy is tapping on your wrist. Wow. And you look at the watch and it says, Hey, you, Get need, up. To, you need to stand up for one minute. <laughs> And that it, is so cool. Yeah, yeah. And so I've been getting out and I've been running again and I've been walking again and I've been doing my daily sort of training trying to, and, and it's been a really pleasant surprise, uh, you know, getting back into it has been much easier than I expected. Um, you know, after taking a few months off, it's been, it's been really pretty easy to get right back into the swing of things. And now I have a lot more data to, to reinforce my good right. behavior. And that's been really special. So you can rest assured, we will be talking more about wearables on the digital <laughs> episodes. I'm very <laughs> excited about them. And, uh, and so you oh, know, more great. to come. Yeah. That's yeah. Great. All right. So what are we talking about today? Well, you should give us a little bit of an update because the last, uh, last we talked, we're doing this whole series here about money management. What, yes. what did we talk about last week and, and how does that lead us into this week? Okay, so last week we talked about some just statistics about money management and ADHD. We talked about some beliefs around um, how we think and feel about money. And this week we're going to talk about some strategies on how to deal with impulsive buying because this is actually a very big issue um, with people who have ADHD because they don't necessarily have that pause button to, to stop themselves and think, you know, do I really need this? And so, um, you know, they can get into big trouble. Unfortunately, I've seen it. And, uh, you know, this, it, it, it brings excess clutter into your home, of course, but it brings debt and buyer's remorse. And that can be even worse. Right. That's stress and anxiety. So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about, um, three strategies on impulse buying. Well, I love it. And I, I, you know, I, I think it is so, oh man, I think about this in the context of my Apple Watch purchase because I was so close to pulling the trigger right when it came out with no information whatsoever, mm. uh, because just because I thought I needed to have it in my life. And, it, right. and, and so I, I think that was an important lesson for me. And I thank my wife for kind of putting the kibosh on it. She said, wait, just, 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 just wait, back away from the computer. Yeah. And, uh, and, and to help me with that and her recommendation is actually your first recommendation. Oh, good. What is that? Shop with intention. Mm. Yeah. But I'll talk, you know, yeah. Well, what do you think that means before I go into detail? Well, you know, for, for me, it came around to, uh, you know, what is your intended sort of use of the product? You got to know what you, what you need and go specifically for those features, right? So mm -hmm. don't just get it because it's there and because it's flashy or because somebody else has it, but know how specifically it's going to fit into your life before you pull the trigger. Which is a great example of the Apple Watch is exactly what you were just saying, you know, right. what what am I going to use this for? And obviously it's working out very well for you. Yes. Um, I'm taking it in a little bit of a different avenue in the sense of um, don't just go hang out at the mall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because you want to, or don't just go to Target you know, for no real reason. Um, so it's really, you know, setting that intention of if I'm going to go to these stores, I need to buy something very specific mm -hmm. and I'm going to stay with what it is that I'm buying. Um, so this is also true with, uh, shopping online. Remember when we were talking about how to focus when we're shopping online podcast a few yeah. podcasts ago, right? Th th great times. Yes. Great times. <laughs> well, all of those emails that we get 
and and we ha- talked about that strategy of of how to kind of swift through them and how to organize them in your inbox and all that. Well, at this point, if you're trying to curve your impulse buying, we want to actually just delete those emails. Yes. <laughs> delete them. Don't even look at them. Um at this point, you know, maybe later down the road you can Yeah, but... don't don't organize them. <laughs> Don't organize yeah. them because that's really shopping without an intention. It's just like, oh, there's a sale. What is it? It's not because you really need something. It's right. because you're just looking to see what they have to promote. So that's the biggest difference. Um, when you do go to a, uh, to the mall or you're going to Target or whatever shopping um, that you need to do, make a list and really stick to it. It takes some self-discipline to do it. But again, it's taking the time to set that intention before you walk into the store. Even say something to yourself like, I'm only buying toilet paper. I'm only <laughs> buying paper towels. I'm not going to the electronics shop to buy an Apple watch. <laughs> you know? There you go. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it is, you know, really make that intention, stick to your list. Um, and you know, another strategy with this is to bring just enough cash um, for the item that you need to purchase. Um, so it may seem a little extreme, but leave your credit cards at home. Um, leave your checkbook at home and just bring cash with you. And and then you're stuck, right? I yeah, mean, you have no choices. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you have to just uh, buy what you have with, with enough cash that you have. Um, again, okay, going back to the credit cards thing, definitely want to leave them at home. But if anything, you know, cut them up eliminate your debt. Um, I'm going to be talking about, uh, on a, my next blog post this week, I'm going to be talking about, um, some ways on how to get rid of your debt, your credit card debt. Um, but that's definitely a strategy on stopping the impulse buying is, uh, get rid of those credit cards. So you're not tempted. Excellent. Okay. So second strategy or tip I have is if you can't do this by yourself, if you really feel like I can't go to target and only buy toilet paper, um, consider shopping with a friend. Oh, your and, accountability shopping partner. Yes. Have your accountability shopping partner with you. Make sure they see your list and, uh, you know, give them a little bit of insight of why they need to be there. Um, what their role is <laughs> because, <in this. laughs> because some, some accountability shopping partners are the worst. Oh, they're the yes. worst. No, that those shoes look great on you. Buy them. Oh, you need an Apple watch for each wrist. Exactly. Look at the opportunities. Yes. So make sure they know what it is that they're there to do. <laughs> Uh, not shop with you, but to keep you, you know, with your intention, right? Right. Um, and you certainly don't have to go into your whole financial situation. You know, I, I'm not saying do that, but um, definitely take a friend with you, like you said, for accountability. Um, another great strategy, this is the third one that I have, is to put uh, a, kind of like a 24-hour waiting period um, before you buy. So if you do go somewhere and you see something you really like or something you think you really want, wait to buy it for 24 hours. So this is especially true for large purchases, right? Because we don't want to have that money go away and then have that buyer's remorse later and feel guilty. Um, So we definitely, you know, if we can have kind of a rule around anything that you want to purchase that wasn't on your list, that you didn't have that intention to buy or have the intention to buy, um, wait for 24 hours. And this will be interesting because it kind of um, puts that pause button in for you that you may be lacking. And uh, you may get home and realize, okay, I really didn't need it. 
Uh, I got caught up in the moment. This isn't worth me going back into town to get it. Um, you talk to your spouse about it or your partner and they're like, ah, yep, don't, don't need that or whatever. Um, you know, chances are you probably aren't going to go back and get it unless you really, really do need it and want it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So these are just, you know, a couple things to consider. So just sort of in review that intention, right. is going to be really important. Shop with a friend if you need to and wait 24 hours before you buy anything um, that's not on your list. Now, if these strategies still don't work and you really feel like this is an addiction, this is a real, real issue. And believe me, um, unfortunately I've seen this with more than just one client in my past, um, it can be devastating. And so there is help, um, for people out there. I know there's debtors anonymous that you can, um, check out, but, uh, in the show notes, there were a couple of articles that I found that I thought were really helpful, um, when it came to, um, impulse buying and, and just sort of that addiction to shopping. And so we'll include those for you, um, as extra resources as I, well. I think this, this first one, this, you know, how to find help treating a shopaholic, somebody who, a loved one of yours that has a problem is so, so useful because how often, I mean, you, if, if you have a problem, how easy is it for you to see it yourself? You know, I, I wonder how many people are listening who may not even know that they, that they have a problem. I know I was one. I, when I was in college, I had way too many credit cards too easily and, and got myself into real trouble. And I think it's, you know, if I'd had somebody who knew how to approach me and talk to me and help me, uh, you know, cut myself off, that would have been really really useful. Well, and I think that's a really good point. And that's why I actually put that in there is that, um, you're right. You may not see it yourself if it, if it's an issue, you know, with yourself, but, um, unfortunately I, I did see this happen where I had a client who had some major issues and she didn't see it. And she became very defensive if her um, family ever said anything to her about it. And she would tell me about that. She would share that, that I'm just, I don't know what they're talking about. And, you know, and she would get really defensive. So yes, definitely. I think this is a good article for people um, on the outside to help their loved one. Um, and it's a delicate matter. I mean, it, you know, it, it's like with any addiction, it, it's going to take some time and probably some expertise that, you know, expert help that's going to need to come right. in and help you. Right. Um, the other article is just sort of some different ways to, to treat, um, shopping addiction in addition to what I've already, um, suggested. Mm-hmm. So. It's good stuff. Where are we going from here in our uh, little uh, money management series? So next week, we're going to talk about organizing your financial paperwork. And you know how much I love to talk about organizing. Ah, I love talking and paper. paper. And I know that one of your big strategies for, for cutting those credit card bills is, is to actually shred the credit card bills. Just don't even just they're gone. Just shred gone. them as they come in. You don't even have to worry about them. Shred them, shred especially em. those offers, yeah. those offers. Oh, oh, oh the offers that we is shred. junk mail, I, junk mail. You know, I missed, I thought you meant just shred the, the statements, spend all you want and shred the statement. Now yeah. I get it. That's yeah. better. No, oh yeah. Yeah. Shred the offers, not this. Okay. That's right. Uh, this has been great. I love this series. It is so important to me uh, personally, and I hope to others as well. So thank you all for listening. Thank you, Nikki, for your time and attention and experience. And uh, we hope that you uh, you enjoy this. If you do enjoy the show, uh, we sure appreciate your five-star reviews on iTunes. So just head over to iTunes and and uh, click on reviews there and uh, add your own. We, we really appreciate it. These are, are very helpful in, in both 
keeping us excited and motivated to keep doing this show, but also to help others discover the show when they are looking for support for their ADHD. So thank you in advance for your uh, few minutes to get that done for us. Thank you. Uh, I think that's it. Are we done? I think so. Awesome. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll catch you next week on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast.